Good evening, everyone. It is the Sperm Bank Champion of the Week, Tom, here. Brought to you by Phil Rivers this week, the Sperm Bank. Sorry to interrupt podcast Wednesday, NFL, on a Thursday this week due to scheduling. Jumped right in, talked about my massive week with my Sperm Bank pick, and then we talked about the locals, AFC winners, the NFC winners. This one was short, quick, and to the point this week because, Sean, I don't really know what the hell is going on with the NFL, and you'll hear us talk about that. Had a little MVP talk, and then we made our picks for next week. Obviously, my sperm bake was in there. I know you guys wait for that by the radio every single week, so hopefully I can repeat again. Next week is Christmas, so don't really know when we will be on, but follow us on Twitter at Sorry Sports. I'll be tweeting out when we will be on. Follow us on Instagram, Sorry underscore Sports. Shoot us an email if you have any questions or concerns or a suggestion for when I lose this bet to Sean, but I will finish a champion this week because I am the sperm bake champ. And um, enjoy the pod. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Sorry to Interrupt podcast. This is our Wednesday NFL edition on a Thursday. And, you know, it just feels good to be a winner. I I just want to sit here and say it just really feels good to be a winner. The Sperm Bank Pick of the Week hit. You guys waited every single week. I'm pounding the table here. I finally sat down. I really stared at it. Sean crying that I took so long to set up the pod. But you know what? When you're the CEO of this company, you do what you want. And I finally sat down and I looked at the piece of paper and I thought and I thought and the LA Chargers the Los Angeles Chargers led by Philip Rivers and Mike Williams and whoever else is on that team went and beat the Kansas City Chiefs at home 29-27 my sperm bank pick of the week was right it cashed in happy birthday to my sperm bank today is its birthday I've got streamers in the studio I've got balloons Happy birthday to my sperm bank pick of the week. I'm a champion, everyone. And I always will be. How are you, Sean? I, so much of that was just... Did you get that out of your system now? I'm feeling great. I really am. And, and this, week was, this week was just an incredible week for me. Incredible highs and incredible lows. I lost my fantasy championship in the semifinals by .52 points. Less than a goddamn point. But you know what? Nothing matters when your sperm bank is open. Ladies, come on through. Come on through. The sperm bank is open. No, it's not. It's been... Sperm bank is open for business. It started with an eviction notice. I will not go Then the doors got... Then the the doors got taken down. And then there was a glimmer of light. Me sitting here diligently. No, see, other 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 things were being built on the land that once held your sperm bank. That was gone. Sean, there's winners and there's losers, and you're just a loser, my friend. I said it last week. When are we doing? Why don't we? When are we we doing the picks? When are we reviewing the picks? I don't know. I think I'm jumping into the Hudson River or something. But we'll go over the picks, and then we'll jump into our our usual rundown of the locals and then the league. See, real winners don't have to just gloat. And get up on some kind of soapbox Sean, that it doesn't matter. It's truly disgusting how salty you are right now. It's embarrassing, and people are going to think less of you. I would, you crink- if I were to give you a piece of advice, I would stop while you're ahead. You're already behind, Oh, actually. gotcha, gotcha. So Sean, no, I'm doing Sean just and I fine. both went 2-2 two and two last week. Doing just week. fine. I've already mentioned my sperm bank pick of the week hit. The LA Chargers plus 3.5. Houston minus 6.5 against the Jets. That's 2. Then Oakland... 
They did not cover against Cincinnati. That was a disappointment. I have to tell you that. And the Giants. I picked the Giants. See, and that you're wasn't a full, great. You're a full disappointment. That wasn't great. Sean, stop being... You're disgusting me right now. I'm honestly going to ask you to leave in about a second. Oh, yeah? Sean. Sean took Houston. Good job. That's 1-0. Sean took Dallas. That's not a good job. They got shut out. Yeah, it was a win in other ways, though. <laughs> true, true. We were hoping for that anyways. Sean took Tennessee. That's a win. And Sean took Seattle. That's a loss. So Sean ends up at 2-2. Two and two. But let's jump in. What did you think of this weekend? My takeaway is I don't know who the hell is good in the NFL anymore. Who I, I can't name a team that's good. No, if you were going to go over a month ago, the four best teams were obviously New Orleans, the LA Rams, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the New England Patriots. And it's been completely flipped on its head. Um, I don't know what to think of the league either, man. I mean... You know, the Saints win by three points in Carolina against Cam Newton, who shouldn't even be throwing a football. That's the Patriots ob- that's lose obvious. two straight December games for the first time since 2002. The Rams can't get out of their own way. Jared Goff is looking like he did his rookie year with Jeff Fisher. And the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, blowing a 14-point lead to your sperm bank pick there that – uh, that soliloquy was just so so hard to listen to and witness, uh, and I'm sorry for all the listeners that had to go through that. But it, there really is there really is absolutely no clue as to what's going on right now in the, in the landscape of the NFL. I mean, I guess you've got to say if you want to just look at it from the AFC standpoint, I got to still go Patriots simply because they're the only team that has pedigree. Wow. I mean, See, the Chargers me, are the best team. If it were me, I'd take the Chiefs just because I think that offense has by far the highest ceiling. Uh, Damien Williams, I think his name is or something. They don't look the he same, though. He looked a lot better than Sharkandrick West did or even Spencer Ware. Yeah, so. but they don't, look, they don't look the same without Kareem Hunt. They just don't. And, and well, Tyreek Hill was hurt as well, and he's going to get himself he- self healthy. But but again, you got to question that team. It, that's a team that has underperformed time and time again in the postseason, and, and Andy Reid is not known as a big-game coach. In you know the StubHub Center, wherever the fuck the Chargers play, you know Phil Rivers puts up a lot of great seasons, and this team is immensely talented, both defensively and offensively. But they can't kick, and they don't have a coach that a lot of people believe in, myself included. And Phil Rivers has never won a big game. Pittsburgh is, you know, really did not play that great on Sunday. They won, you know, simply because the Patriots just shot themselves in the foot. A bunch of times. And then any team coming out of the South, do you really think Houston's world beaters? I mean, we we have to keep checking ourselves that they have this great record because it doesn't seem that way. When we talk about your Jets in a minute, uh, you know, we'll bring up those those Texans. And then any of the wild card teams. I still think the Pats are the best team out of the AFC, don't you? Or do you not? Well, I guess the pod's over because Sean pretty much summed up the entire NFL there. So thanks for thanks. Well, that for was AFC mostly. Um, but yeah, I don't know who the best team is, and I guess you got to trust the Pats, although they just lost a major guy today. Yeah, that Josh um, Gordon thing. We'll get into that. A little but bit. let's jump into the locals as we do every week with the start, except for this week because this is my week and this is the sperm bags week. This is my baby boys week. This is so bad. Um, first team, first game we'll go over is the Jets. They lose a hard-fought victory at home on Saturday afternoon, twenty-nine to twenty-two. Um, Donald looked pretty good. They just lost to a better team, and again, we we don't know if the Texans are for real or not, but we know that they're better than the Jets. 
Yeah, of course we do. I mean, honestly, if you're a Jet fan, that was basically the perfect game. I mean, you you didn't get embarrassed on national TV as a standalone game on Saturday afternoon. Darnold played great despite having no weapons whatsoever to speak of. He actually had the highest quarterback rating of any quarterback in Week 15, which is pretty amazing. And they didn't get embarrassed, like I said, and, and then the, the end result was a loss, so you're closer to a, to the highest draft pick. So all things considered, that was a perfect Saturday afternoon for the Jets. Absolutely. Um, nothing really else to say about that. I don't know what the Titans. I think they're going to win the division Texans. by default. Sorry, Texans. We'll talk about the Titans in a second. Um, but I, I really don't know if they're a good team. I think Watson's coming into his own. But I think that loss of Will Fuller was a really big deal for them, and it's starting to show. Because Demarius Thomas was not the world's best pickup. No, he hasn't really worked out. Uh, truth be told, they're decimated at wide receiver aside from DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins as well. had a day. Yeah, no, he had a couple clutch catches, including the game-winning touchdown. But I mean, Kiki Cutie's out. Another guy on their team is out. So I, I just really don't know. Lamar Miller's taking a step back, and he looked reinvigorated at the beginning of the year. But that defense is going to play. And again, the Patriots are down, but are they really? Are the Houston Texans going to be a two seed? Come on. I mean, they might, but again, it's I just don't trust any team based off of their history in yeah. the AFC other than the Patriots. And the Patriots are not anywhere close to what they what they usually are. As a matter of fact, they're kind of a shell of themselves given their standard. But yeah, I I think that you know the Texans are a quality team. I just don't know how long that how how far it's going to take them. Patriots haven't had to play the first week of the of the playoffs and since I don't even know 2011 or something yeah, like something that. Something like that, dude. I mean, it's um, been a long time. Well, when you play in that division, it's pretty easy to finish a top two seed. But let's move on to the next team, your New York Football Giants, who did not even I, were they even at the game? Shaquan wasn't because he's on my fucking fantasy team. Told you, you gave I, me nothing. I, I, there was nothing about this game that I felt good about from a pick. I should have, for me, I should have seen it coming. I really was it. Derrick Derek Henry just ran right down the Giants' throats. They they don't. They have, finally unlocked the guy. I mean, all you have to do is let him run downhill, which is what he did in college. I don't understand why some of these guys who are great running backs in college doing one thing. My guy Mike Vrabel doing a good job finally figuring it, things out. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, he's unstoppable when he gets ahead of steam. This is the type of team they should be. Ground and pound, keep the game low scoring. They have a good defense Mariota and run the ball. Throws. And don't... And don't let Mariota do too much. Let him be what he is. No, but and that's he can a make solid throws. game manager. Yeah, he can make yeah. throws. He's, he's not Alex Smith, man. Yeah, he is. He, yeah, I was gonna say because he's not. He's better than Blake Bortles. But yeah, I mean the Giants didn't show up. Saquon Barkley had a, a, a game that didn't exist. I mean he was he couldn't do anything. The Giants resorted back to a lot of their old problems. The offensive line was a train wreck, got no protection. Saquon had no room to run. Eli had no time to throw. Wide receivers dropping passes left and right, and when Eli did make a throw, it it wasn't a good one. So, all in all, same old, same old. That was a lot like a week two, three, four game uh, amount in week 15 and killed every every tiny bit of uh, momentum the Giants had gained from that dominating performance in Washington obviously goes to show you a lot more about Washington than it was about the Giants. And Although Washington won. They did against the quitting Jacksonville Jaguars. But let me tell you, man, again, it, it's just a depressing feeling because it's not – you're going to have games like this when you're a running back 
it's just not worth the number two overall pick when you have so many glaring needs around on this football team. Well, let's hope that they can fill some of those obvious holes. On he's going to win offensive year. rookie of the year. He already made the Pro Bowl. Already made the Pro Bowl. He's had electrifying plays, but you know you have games like this, and any running back is capable of having this game. And when he gets shut down. You know, he can't make up for it because he can't throw the ball. He's not, you know, a quarterback. He, he's not going to take care of a, a running game that's maybe having an off day. So it, it's tough. Odell's still out. I would shut him down for the rest of the year. No need to play him. If his quad's bothering him, tell him to rest. Shitty day, shitty game. And uh, I don't expect any better result against the Colts this week. Yeah, did not have a lot of fun watching football this past Sunday. At no, all? No, I mean, no. None of the early games were good. No, I mean, even the Vikings went up huge at the beginning, and there was no games that were close. But let's jump into some of our AFC games. We'll lead off with the Thursday night game. I mean, I'm 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 gonna keep talking about it. Sperm Bank pick of the week cashed in. That was a fun game to watch. Whether or not I had anything invested in it, whether it be money or whether it be the biggest pick of my life. My baby boy, the sperm bank pick of the week, a baby was born last Thursday. It was not. Um, I mean, it, it was a great game, and Rivers was dominating. Rivers has had an incredible year. Yeah, that was my pick for uh, AFC MVP. He's been no so, big deal. He's been so good. Yeah, and, and you know what? That wide receiver core is incredible because Keenan Allen goes out early. He banged his hip or something um, on a on a touchdown catch attempt, and then Mike Williams just steps right in and takes over and. That guy is starting to show why he was the number seven pick overall. If you want to see a blueprint as to how to draft in the first round when you're a team that's kind of had a little bit of success but you're not great, look at what the Chargers have done in the last four or five years in the first round. It's it's remarkable. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they've got they've got studs all around. And and to your case of of not drafting a cor- a uh, running back in the first round. An undrafted free agent on both sides of this game. It happens. Er- and Jackson it, 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 on the Chargers side and Williams on the other both go off. It happens all the time. It yeah, happens no, multiple I mean, times a year and, and sometimes multiple times in a week. If you're on a good team that is that can throw the football and can pass block and run block, any of these guys that you find find off the you know waiver wire or you know pull off off the street or is a late round pick comes in and can do just fine and you see it all the time and it's it's remarkable that was a really fun game though I mean truth be told I I thought that Kansas City had that game in the bag you know up 14 no way is Mahomes letting that game get away he's just not going to at home and the Chargers just took the AFC West I think and the number one seed in the in the AFC well they got to win this week um, I mean the, the the Chiefs don't have an easy game by any means playing Seattle but We'll have to see how it goes this week. I believe the Chargers have the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. So those are both In tough LA, games. Yeah. Those are both tough games. But let's move on to the next game. Kansas City Chiefs, last point, and, and you said it earlier, I don't think they're the same team. I just think they're still the best team in the AFC because this is a wide-open division. Patriots are down. Steelers are down. And I just think they have the best quarterback, the best tight end, and one of the best wide receivers. Yeah, and it's more of a feel thing. Like they just don't—they don't feel like they did. And you know how Andy Reid is. Yeah, the with the first, you know, eight to ten weeks. And when we go over to the NFC, I, I've been saying it for a while. I think you've echoed it. Is the Rams don't feel that way either? But no. The next game, moving on down, the, the Browns should have fired Hugh Jackson about four weeks earlier. It looks like. 
Yeah, or before the season. This is You're this never could hired be a thirteen you wins. Go this could way. be a thirteen win team. Yeah, the Browns won uh the second Saturday game. Uh they went out to Denver and won seventeen sixteen. Really impressive game uh, by Mayfield and the Browns. That going into Denver, you know, doesn't never really matters how good Denver is. I mean, they were still fighting for their postseason lives in this game, and They're to go finally and, out of and it. to go into that environment and win a road game, dude. They the Browns have six wins. They're six, seven, and one. And remarkably, in Week 16, they are in the hunt for a playoff spot. Going out, or uh, I think they're hosting. I think they're hosting... Um, they have a 15% chance who, to make who, the playoffs. I'm trying to remember who they're playing this week. But yeah, they got a 15 They got a 15% uh, percent chance. Honestly, this team is exciting. Would you give Greg Williams an extension? I mean, they're definitely thinking about it. Uh, they're playing Cincinnati. Oh, okay. So a division rival. Gotcha. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, like them, I like them a lot right now. They're fun. Even in the games they lose, Baker they're looks fun. Baker really good. I mean, he's a rookie. He's going to have those ups and downs. and He's, he's got, got some head scratchers every anyway. game. But the guy's got a cannon, and he can move around in the pocket, and defense and he was looks flying really good. over the field too. Yeah, Miles yeah, Garrett even had with a day. Denzel Ward out. So. Yeah, Miles Garrett had a day. Yeah, absolutely. So the Cleveland Browns are definitely a team to watch. I think they're going to go with a more offensive-minded guy, but I mean, Greg Williams looks like he's coaching for a job right now. I think now. if they have a good, I think if they can find an offensive coordinator that like matches Mayfield perfectly, I think Williams can be a head coach. Because Possibly, I think Minnesota's. They seem to respond to him. I think Minnesota's new offensive coordinator is going to get himself a job. He might, yeah. Just based right. off that, yeah, week. Filippo lost a lot of cachet this year. Yeah, no, definitely. Moving on to the next game, we really don't have to talk much about this game. These guys are going to be in the top ten picks. Cincinnati Bengals beat the Oakland Raiders. I picked the Raiders this week. That was not pretty. Thirty to sixteen. Jeff Driscoll looks like a backup at least. Yeah, I mean, he he looked good, and it killed any little bit of good feelings that the Raiders had from beating the Steelers out in the black hole the week before, going on the road to Cincinnati, a team who's all but quit. Um, You know, the the Bengals were able to hang a couple on them, and, and the Raiders are just, you know, really, really trying to position themselves for that first or second pick. Yeah, they they really are. All right, moving on to the next game. Will, I haven't spoken to you in a couple of weeks, and I can understand why you didn't want to talk to me this week. Damn, twenty-three nothing. Dallas loses to the Indianapolis Colts in Indianapolis. That defense didn't look too hot, and clearly that offense didn't look too hot. I picked this game. I picked the Cowboys, and it was not for any kind of you know bad feeling towards them. Obviously, I root against them every week, but I the way that they were playing, the re, part of the reason I picked them, Tom, is I was saying this is a show me week. You know, you're you're riding high. You're playing really well. Go on the road against a Colts team. That is good, but not great. They've been struggling of late with a couple games, particularly that six nothing loss, shutout loss at Jacksonville. I figured, you know, this is a team that's going to win the NFC East and get a home playoff game. Show me something, and and I and I was thinking they're going to control the clock. Elliott's going to run. That the Colt defense isn't good, and the opposite happened. Elliott did nothing. Prescott was horrible. And the defense couldn't really stop anything that the Colts were doing. So I got that wrong, and it's kind of just the same old Cowboys. It's but kudos to the to the Colts. I mean, they're still fighting for a playoff berth, and with and Tennessee, we want to see Andrew Luck in the playoffs. I mean, he's going to win Comeback Player of the Year. I want to see Tennessee, so I could be right about the playoff picture. Well, the Colts could still sneak in as a wild card. They could, but I want the I want the Tennessee Titans to sneak in as a wild card, so my entire playoff bracket <laughs> is correct. Yeah, that'd be crazy. That'd be pretty sweet. Um, yeah. 
But you gonna have another speech like that? No, no, nothing's as big as the sperm bank pick of the week. So let me ask you a quick question before we go to the next. I should have emptied my four hundred one k. Next next it. week, okay. Let's say that you win again. What are you gonna do next time? Status quo. Be a marching band. Status quo. Come up here Act like play? you've been there before. Because I have. No, status quo. No, but see, like you haven't. You We're haven't. talking hypothetically. If my sperm bank pick hits, uh-huh. act like you've been there before. Next week, I have been there. What before. happens if you lose this week? I don't know. I'll probably just be funny as I am, Sean. I mean, I'm the okay. funny guy, and you're just the guy. Um, the guy that knows <laughs> names and oh, a lot more. Oh, but. Sean knows <laughs> names. Let me build a statue for you outside. Um, so yeah, the Dallas Cowboys look. They Sounds they look better. like the same old, same old. Um, and listen, Ezekiel Elliott had a quote, oh, this is just what we needed heading into the playoffs. A loss, maybe. You need a little smack in the face because you're riding high. Not a shutout. Definitely not a shutout. And the Colts hadn't had a shutout in a damn long so time. That's what, that's the perfect line that you say when you just got punked and and you're saying, it's you know, it, it, it's a stupid line to say. And it's just the, they can't help themselves. They just cannot help themselves. Yeah. But let's move on to the next game. Another game that didn't really matter, but a fun quarterback to watch. The best rushing quarterback since Michael Vick. And that is Josh Allen beating the Detroit Lions. And he just runs all over everybody. He's getting like 100 yards rushing a game. He's a dynamic player. He really is. I mean, he makes plays with his arm, but I mean, what he does running the ball, I mean, he's got like a linebacker mentality when he runs the ball. Yeah. He wants to run over the defense, not, not, you know, around them and... I think that the the Bills might have found their guy. I don't know down the road how great he's going to be, and you got to give it about three to five years after judging this quarterback class to see who the best really is. It looks like Mayfield's probably the most electric. It looks like Darnold might be the safest. It looks like Allen might have that big playmaking ability, but how good is the team going to be around him? And then Rosen, I think, is just going to be league average, which is which is fine, but... Josh Allen is better than I thought he would be. Rosen is Matt Ryan. Well, I mean, if he's Matt Ryan, that's that's actually better than I thought. I thought he would think Matt of him Stafford? more as like an Andy Dalton. Okay. Uh, yeah, I could see that as well. I don't I think just he because I don't think Andy Dalton's as good as Matt Ryan. No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, Matt Ryan did go to a Super Bowl, and it wasn't his fault that they lost because um, he put up a lot of points on the board in that game. I, I see. I think I think Darnold could be more like a Matt Ryan. I think he's going to put up better numbers. I'm hoping Darnold's more like the greatest quarterback ever. Are you? Yeah, I definitely am. But looking at it from Detroit's point of view, man, it was tough to pay Matt Stafford that much money. They were just stuck. It, it, that's the worst part with quarterbacks. It's quarterback, and man, you're, you're stuck in the middle. You're gonna be. You're gonna see that this year with the Titans and Mariota. You're gonna see it with the Buccaneers and Winston. You're gonna see it with Dallas and Prescott. It, you have to have a better alternative, and if you don't, you're kind of boxed into having to pay these guys because they show enough flashes that they could be it, but. It, you know, they're going to resort back to the means. Decimated by injuries, and they traded away their best player. But still, putting up 13 points to the Bills, that's really tough. But let's move on to the next game. The Baltimore Ravens continue to win 20-12 to against the Bucks, And they continue to win their way with Lamar Jackson. Dirtying up a game, defensive game, and Lamar Jackson is just going to run all over everybody. And that's pretty much the game plan. And... Listen, I, I know that you say it's a fractured relationship between ownership, but the game plan that Harbaugh has put out for this guy, doing a complete 180 from Joe Flacco, throw it down the field, I think is a really huge coaching feat. And, I mean, if they make the playoffs, I, he might be my coach of the year. I think he's I think he's up there. 
I, I definitely think he's up there. I mean, Frank Reich, if the if the Colts sneak in, I think is up there, and there's there's a bunch of them up down the line. But yeah, man, it, it's I just look up I look up and down, and I'm thinking, all right, the freaking Ravens do this every five years or so, where they compile a defense that that's their calling card. That's what they do. That's how that's how they win games. If they can play games that end in twenty anywhere between ten and twenty one points, I think they can beat basically anybody. Don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Especially with Jackson being able to run out the clock with his legs and I mean and, that team that had Flacco, even though he got hot, that was a defensive dominant team. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean he just got hot at the right time and a lot of Super Bowls are won that way. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, the Ravens continue to roll. and I Out mean, L.A. this week, big game. Yeah, huge game. They beat the Bucks, but still. I, I mean, don't have much to keep say winning about games the Bucks. In front of you. No, not at all. They're, they're a disappointing team again, as they are every year. There's too much talent on this team to be this bad. Yeah, and then every time you count them out, they sneak up on you with one of the quarterbacks and, and you know, put up a 35 spot and, and beat some team that you're just like, holy shit, where'd that come from? Yeah, just like the first week of the season. Yeah. Moving on to the last game of the AFC wins. Uh, we talked about this at the beginning, so you don't really have to say much else. Steelers hold off the Patriots 17-10 to and win, and that was the worst throw, that interception. Great play on the ball by Joe Hayden, one of the best interceptions I've ever seen but one of the worst throws I've ever seen Tom Brady make period he just doesn't that was a mental mistake and he just doesn't make throws like that it's the second straight week he's had a huge mental gaffe that's that's kind of cost the Pats I mean remember he didn't call the timeout forgot how many uh timeouts they had and and let the time expire in that Dolphin game in the first half and now this I mean He's clearly lost a little something, and that's fine. I don't know if it's a result of he's 41. I'm sure that has something to do with it. But also the fact that Gronkowski is a shell of himself. He can't get open. His weapons aren't really there. And, you know, this was a game that was laid up on a tee for them. To turn it to the Steelers, yeah, they played a good game. I mean, they Roethlisberger was, was proficient enough. The defense stepped up. But I don't think that they played... I didn't watch this game thinking, wow, the Steelers are really shutting down the Pats. I was like, I was just waiting for the Pats to break through, and they just never did. Yeah, and the Patriots look really down this year. And listen, you're doing the smart thing. You're taking the Pats until your two eyes see the Pats go down in the playoffs. But I didn't see anything out of this team. And the last no. thing, I, w- I don't really have anything to say about the Steelers because I didn't see that as a monumental win by any means, although their defense looks really good, especially their secondary. I mean, in the win column, it, it looks great. They beat the Pats. Yeah, but, but if you watch that game, yeah, it wasn't anything special. The no. only thing I really took away was that this secondary can really shut guys down. Last thing I will say about this game, and this is more about the Patriots team in general, you said you can't really find the weapons out there. Well, they lost a massive one today. They did, yeah. I mean, so let's just get touch on that. Might as well get some league news going. Yeah, so Josh Gordon got suspended by the NFL because of another, uh, you know, violating his his uh, substance abuse I'm policy. I'm interested to see what And I think he basically, you know, it was reported initially as he's taking a leave of absence from the team to f- focus on his mental health. That's and I a think PR that, move. I think that was because he knew a suspension was coming and he wanted to just say it. Then, of course, the suspension came out. And that's kind of just throwing, you know, 
was just throwing gas on the fire to the guy. I mean, clear yeah. the uh, you know the Pats released a statement saying we stand with him, and it seemed like all his teammates were were really you know sorry for him. No, he's not a he's I mean, not listen, a bad We don't guy. know him, whatever, but by all accounts, every team stuck with him, and that says something to me. Yeah, I, I agree. mean, the Browns stuck with him for how long? So he's not a bad guy. He's just. He's got a disease. Tough time. Man. It, it, he's Tough got. Times. He's got a disease. He's not. He, I wish him the best, and I hope he gets better. Yeah, but I don't think he'll it. ever be playing football again. He'll never play in the NFL again. I mean, these are the suspensions have built up to the point now where, I mean, nobody a is going to take a chance on him, and b is even if they do, Goodell's not going to let him play. Yeah, Kareem Hunt will play again, but of course, Josh Gordon, who has never hurt anybody that we know of aside himself. Yeah. Well, won't be allowed to play. That's that's Roger Goodell's NFL. We know that. But, yeah, so another weapon loss for the Pats. Um, we'll see if they can rally. Like I said, I mean, we're two weeks before the playoffs. I, I can't bet against the Patriots because they've had bad teams. They've had teams that weren't great before, but losing two straight games in December on the road, one was a fluky play. I mean, that Dolphin one, I mean, they outplayed the Dolphins. They just... They lost in one of the most bizarre ways I've ever seen, but they they just couldn't put it together against the Steelers. Fortunately for them, they've got the Bills and the Jets this the next two weeks in Foxborough. Use those as games to just get yourself right, generate momentum, and feel good going to the playoffs, whether you get a first round bye or not. Yeah, I mean, listen, when it comes to playoff time, you don't count the Pats out until the clock's at zero. So. Let's move on to the NFC wins. Um, the Falcons decided to score, as you wrote here, against the least talented, I won't call them the worst yet, but the least talented team in the NFL. Patrick Peterson, Larry Fitzgerald, David Johnson, and nothing else, Cardinals. Um, and this is just a more talented team beating a less talented team. That's it. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. I'm just wondering if you know they're reading the tea leaves and they can see that the coaches... You know, it was said that Dan Quinn's not in not uh, in jeopardy of losing his job, uh, but his Steve Sarkeesian and uh, the OC and and the uh, defensive coordinator are possibly uh, oh they're in, gone in, in chance on. to lose. So they might have stepped up in this game and said, "Listen, we have an advantage of playing at home against a really bad team. Let's fucking show up and and play the way that we're capable of playing." And that's really all that they did today or uh, on Sunday. Absolutely. So, yeah, no, I don't take much away from that win. Quinn probably saved his job with that win. Aside from that, nothing else really. Just a talented team beating a less talented team. Moving on to the next game, and this has major playoff implications. The Minnesota Vikings get up 21 to nothing real quick in their first three possessions on the Miami Dolphins, and they didn't look back, winning 41-17. to And the Dolphins before this game, I believe, were 7-6, and something like that. Yeah, they're, they're 500 now. That's a, the most fugazi above five hundred I've ever seen after watching that game. They have been all year, man. Like they, they had no. That's the Dolphins every year. They, they're always in the middle of the pack, but it's just this. That team sucks, and they need to. They just need to knock it down, fire everybody, and start over. Big win for the Vikings, though. I mean, huge. Yep. They they needed that, and maybe you know with DeFilippo being canned and after losing out in Seattle, and they actually showed up and, and played a really good game of football even though they did let the Dolphins back in, but they got off to a crazy hot start. They ended in the same fashion. Win a game at home that you should win, and we'll see what they can do in the next two weeks as they're alive in the playoff picture. Yeah, absolutely. So most of these games, we're running through these quick. Most of these games, I mean, again, we don't know shit about the NFL. and there's Nobody this does. This was a terrible weekend, and there's nothing great to say. 
And that's why this podcast is going to end in like 50 minutes instead of our usual hour and 10 because this was a tough week, man. This was another. This well, is a well, week to go well, Christmas let's, caroling. Let's think about it this way, okay? As we detailed earlier, there's there's teams that you believe in and there's teams you don't. There's teams that have the talent that you should believe in them, but they don't have the pedigree. A lot of the Chargers and right, the Chiefs. Chiefs, right. And the Steelers as of late, you know, they don't. Well, that team I would say has pedigree. Their quarterback does. Yeah, but they, over the last does. few years, they've lost, you know, a lot of time. I mean, that Jacksonville game last year at home, I mean, that, that's that a was tough brutal, loss. Yeah. So, but, you know, when you go over the NFC, which we're in right now, the Rams, to me, are a mirror image of the Chiefs. They've still got all the talent in the world, but they haven't had the same feel to me really since, like, week 10, week 8. I mean, they I can't tell you how many games they should have lost or could have lost. And then, you know, they they lose to the Saints, and they don't look the same. They, they just don't have that same feel. It feels like they peaked in, you know, week 5 or 6. The Bears look like the best team, but Trubisky's a question mark. They have that defense. And then you're looking at any team in the NFC East. I mean, Dallas obviously is what Dallas is. They're going to win the division by default. Do you really trust them? Of course not. And then out west, you know, like like I said, with the exception of the Rams, you know, the Seahawks are probably getting in. But how great are they really? That's a wild card team. And then you're looking at a team like maybe the Vikings that sneak in. And obviously I've been wrong about Cousins and have said that. I think you definitely feel the best about the New Orleans Saints. And they haven't looked that great lately either. So I don't know what to think. They they 12-9 this week. Yeah, terrible. So, I mean, when we're going to continue to do the games. But, you know, you're saying about the recaps. Like, I don't know where we're at. We got a couple mediocre teams. We got a couple of horrible teams. You've got games like 17 nothing and 23 nothing in the same week. One of them happened to a team that's going to win their division. You had a, you know, you had a freaking Josh Johnson-led uh, Redskin team going into Jacksonville playing Cody Kessler. That game like could not have possibly been worse. They shouldn't have yeah. been, shouldn't have been allowed to televise that game. Anybody should have blacked that one out. Blacked that one out. Nobody should have had the the right to be able to peek in even at red zone to watch that game. So like you said, go Christmas caroling. What do we do? Anything like it, I just don't know. I and stopped even, watching after it, the first half and went when video we, games. When we head into the playoffs, and it's all the dust is settled, and we have our matchups. This is the first year where I'm like, I have no fucking clue what's going to happen. Because even the best teams that you should feel the strongest about haven't given you any reason of late to to feel that way. And then you're going off a pedigree like a Steelers or Patriots from the AFC or a team like the the, uh, Saints in the NFC. But that's really it. Because yeah. they're not they're not playing teams usually that are that you feel really good about are building. Like last year's Eagles, you know, they were really good, but even when they lost Wentz, Foles stepped in and took that team over and they were playing hot heading into the postseason. Yeah, I mean the way to sum up this season so far, I don't feel good about anybody. Like you if you can't. ask me if you ask me to bet on who's gonna win the Super Bowl, I'm taking the Saints, but I don't feel good about it. No. I'm betting on my Super Bowl that I picked at the beginning of the season, Saints Chargers. But again, I don't feel good about it. But let's move on and let's talk about a few more games. Um, we, we You just mentioned the Redskins. They keep their playoff. Josh Johnson keeps their playoff hopes alive, beating a clearly defeated, quit 
Jacksonville team. And Jalen Ramsey, I, I think you'd rather talk about some off-the-field off things. Jalen Ramsey made the Pro Bowl this year. Yeah. I, I, that, honestly, man, and, and I've defended him, I guess sometimes if you just talk yourself up enough, you're going to get voted in. I don't want to hear anything about the Pro Bowl because somehow Russell Wilson didn't get in and somehow Andrew Luck didn't get in. True. So I, 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 I'm just taking it from a fan's point of view and votes and whatnot, and I just think it's crazy that he made the Pro Bowl. I, I agree. I mean, People I, that don't watch football clearly vote for these things because yeah. Aaron Rodgers made the Pro Bowl, and I know the numbers are there, and Tom Brady made the Pro Bowl, but have you watched their was games? Was Tom Brady a better quarterback this year than Andrew Luck? No. Was Aaron Rodgers a better quarterback than Russell Wilson? No. Okay. Exactly. I, I I'm yeah. not saying I voted. I'm just I'm going over exactly what happened here. I'm no, giving no, you I'm the not, facts. Yeah. No. 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 I'm 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 just saying that generically. Like it, this is not a difficult conversation to have. I don't give a shit about the Pro Bowl. I'm not watching the Pro Bowl. I have no interest in who's an All Pro. It's the worst exhibition game and All Star game, quote unquote, of any of the sports. But if you're going to market it and you're going to try to get some interest. How do you make decisions like that? If this was the baseball all-star game, we'd be screaming and leading with the show about it. That somebody got snubbed, and the same thing for the NBA. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but let's move on to the next game because the Redskins aren't making the playoffs. Come on. Um, and that is the San Francisco 49ers and Nick Mullins upsetting the Seattle Seahawks on a field goal by, who was it, Robbie Gold? Robbie Gold, yep. I mean, even the Seahawks, again, how are you losing this game? That team looked terrible. Defensively, they didn't get enough stops. And offensively, again, you said Russell Wilson had a great year. He didn't have a great game. He didn't have a great game. And I think the tone got set when Sebastian Janikowski literally did a beeline to the sideline to avoid trying to make a tackle. Well, have you looked at Sebastian Janikowski in a jersey? I think that if literally you just stand there, he could pull an Ed Hockley and the guy could just run into him and fall down. Yeah, he, he, he could have laid down on the field and at least just tried to make the guy run the other that way. Maybe the, somebody else could have made the th- tackle. That was my favorite, just him running and giving the clear path. Like Some kickers make heart, half-hearted efforts. He was just like, no, I'm going to sprint my ass off to the sideline so I yeah. don't have to be in this guy's way. That's that was what, hilarious. That's but what I, think I that's loved about the, guys like Steve Weatherford, the punter for the Giants. Oh, who he won was the great. Super Bowl. He would lay you the fuck out if he and had to. He was to. happy to, yeah. yeah. But, you know, not even looking for that, just the effort. So, like, that kind of set the tone. And, again, another reason to not feel good. You're starting to buy the stock of the Seahawks. They're finally looking like the Seahawks. And, shit, if they beat Kansas City this weekend, then maybe you do it again. But, the the NFL is a week to week league. We say it every year because that's the old cliche. Any given Sunday, but this year really is it just you know solidifies that mantra. It really does. You don't have you can't you can't get a feel for anything or anyone. You know, as soon as you you buy into a player, and then you throw in the off the field shit of oh I really like this guy. He's great. Oh domestic assault, violence, awesome. Okay, he's out. <laughs> it's just, it's a weird, it's a weird league. It's a weird year, and somehow, some way, it's just mesmerizing. Like you can't take your eyes off of it. Yeah, no, I, this is this is a tough season. It really is. Um, but let's move on to the next game, and that is Nick Foles keeping the Eagles' playoff hopes alive. Have we seen this story before? Yeah, and I mean, I'm going to ask you the question. Are the Eagles better off with Nick Foles or Carson Wentz? The guys, I, Listen, the guy's more talented. He's a better quarterback. He was the MVP last year before he got hurt. But he's injury prone. 
Well, I think are that the Eagles better off cutting their losses, getting two first rounders from no. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or whoever you may be? No, no, I don't think so. I think that this is. I don't think Wentz was ever fully healthy this year. I don't think when he came back he was fully healthy, and I think having that knee, you know, compromised him, and and he and his body was trying to make up for that, and his, you know, he threw his back into into some issues and took a couple hard hits. He just never really looked himself, even though he he did put up good numbers. Foles just has this kind of aura about him at this time of the year, and he's another one of these guys where if you give him the keys to the car and tell him that you're going to be a starting quarterback, we're going to ride or die with you, I don't think you can buy all in. But if you say we trust you enough where if anything happens, we know you can come in for a string and play well. He knows the system. He's got enough talent around him. But I think this game was as good as it was for the Eagles. I think it's bad Rams, too. Golf looked horrible. I'll give them the pass in Chicago. Yeah. Terrible weather, freezing cold, dynamic defense. I get it. Scale of 1 to 10, how concerned are you about the Rams? Oh, I, I've been, you know, hovering around a 6-7 for a while. I, okay, I say after now, this game, 8? I'd say probably 8. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, the talent is still there. I mean, Gurley got hurt. but you know, They're a 14-point favorite in Arizona. They need to win by 21 this week. They just need they, them and the Patriots and the Chiefs need to just get their shit together and do something really impressive again. Because the, the Chiefs' win against Baltimore was impressive because of how they were able to come back, but they should have lost that game. And that game, you know, really should not have been that close. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, the Rams just look like I'll turn that done. question around, though, to you. Do you think that the Eagles should invest in Foles and say you're going to be our guy? It's tough to do. He's he's up there in age, too. He's not 23 anymore. No, I don't think they should invest in Foles. I think you, you keep it rolling with Wentz. When they, let the guy get fully healthy like you didn't do, unlike you did this year where you just ran him out there the, the second the doctors cleared him. Had you Would they bring him back week three? I think he came back week three or four, yeah. Had you brought him back week six, week seven, I think Nick Foles could have probably gone three and three before week but seven see, that's the and thing, righted like, the ship. I think this we're talking about a different team and a different quarterback right now. I agree. I mean, they. they I definitely... know hindsight's twenty twenty, but I mean, this but is Foles your franchise look, guy. Foles didn't look good. To no, start he the year. didn't. But I think he could could have. The Eagles had a cupcake schedule to start the year, and I think he could have beat some of I those. I think Wentz's teams. best game was against the Giants. Yeah, in week five, I believe that was that Thursday night game. Yeah, absolutely. But let's talk about the final game we have going on here right now, and that is the New Orleans Saints. That game wasn't pretty. No, no, it was horrible. I mean, twelve to nine. Can you look less impressive than the Saints did in that in that game? No, not at all. And I, and I've been concerned about the Saints since that Cowboys game because this offense does not look the same at all. No, no, it doesn't. And and the, and you know the the Panthers are not going to you know disguise themselves as the eighty five. Cam Bears. Newton's clearly hurt. I hope he sits the rest of the year and gets right because that shoulder needs surgery or whatever's wrong with him. But looking at it from a playoff team, because the Panthers were subsequently eliminated. I mean, again, like I just don't trust this team at all whatsoever. They're my pick to make the to make the Super Bowl and win it, but. I'm not confident in it at all. This defense, I mean, again, you're playing the Carolina Panthers and Cam Newton can't throw a ball past 15 yards, but they don't look great. McCaffrey ran all over them and did everything he could. And their offense, 12 points against a reeling 
Panthers team? Come on. And I know Drew Brees isn't great on the road. I know he's not that good uh, compared to the Superdome, but... I mean, you got to do better than twelve points against the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, do a Panthers lot better because that's if you dead in the water. Yeah, because if you don't secure home field, I mean, I think they're going to. But if they, if they, for some reason, something happens over the next couple weeks, that's um, yeah, a different team. It's a different team, absolutely. And, and even, but even at home, you know, like they, they, they should dominate. But they've played some close games. I mean, that Rams game back in what was that, like week nine or ten, could have gone either way. Yeah. Definitely, and that's when we were talking about them as the best team in the NFL. But we'll have to wait and see with them. They have another big game this week. They are at home against Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's a big game. I think Pittsburgh can give them a run for their money. I want to see what Pittsburgh and New Orleans can do. I mean, I really want to see the narrative of both these teams because Pittsburgh had lost three in a row. They really didn't play great on Sunday. Do they go into the Superdome and and, and just galvanize themselves and play well? I think James Conner is supposed to be back. And then yeah, do the Saints do the Saints just fucking decide that they're gonna go week five on these guys and just throw up eighty points in the dome? You know, like is Breeze and everything so. is Kamara running all over the Steelers? That should be an entertaining game, regardless of the outcome. Absolutely. All right, so we miss one more game, and that is the Chicago Bears clinching the NFC North. And this is a team we didn't mention, but this might have to be the team that we're most confident in right now if Mitchell Trubisky can keep playing this way. And from the from the Green Bay Packers point of view, I just don't think Aaron Rodgers is interested in playing football the rest of this season. No, but then he comes out and says today how he's going to play the next two games despite a groin injury, saying how important it is for him to be the leader and you know, gave a nice speech, which I do believe he has interest. You know, he he gets a bad guy rep and I do think he had something to do with McCarthy, but I don't think he's a I don't think he's a bad guy. I do think he cares about winning. But you can also see that on the field, his body language, it's very demonstrative. It's very, you know, off-putting. It seems like it's really not that, it's not that attitude of, all right, guys, it's fine. You know, Russell Wilson can have a guy drop a game-winning touchdown and gets right back in the huddle and he'll throw it again. Rodgers is throwing his hands up, screaming, yelling, saying, I can't believe this. And The team's just not very good, and we've known that. Defensively, they're not that good. Offensively, they're not that good. To spin it over to the Bears, the Bears are that good. The defense is insane. Nobody's scoring on this defense, you know, with any kind of ease. Khalil Mack did make the Pro Bowl. <laughs> if he didn't, I would have just, you know, I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> that would have been a disgrace. But Rokon Smith's been awesome. The whole defense has been great, and they're scoring enough points. You know, Trubisky I look at a lot like a Mariota, a, a guy who has a higher – and I'm not, you know, in love with him by any stretch still. He's played well, but Matt Nagy, props to him, he has given him the ability to be innovative, use his skill set of mobility and running to open up the to open up the offense, and he has so many weapons at his disposal to work with, and when you – know that you're going to have the ball a lot because the defense is forcing three and outs to the opposing team all the time, you can take chances. And that's kind of, you know, if you if you give your quarterback your trust and confidence that if you open things up, if you get a little gimmicky with play calling and say, listen, it's fine. We trust you. You're our guy. You could be, you know, anybody in the league and, and play well. And that's what they've done with Trubisky. And I think it's I think it's coaching. It's been a big thing, and he's flourished under that. Yeah, definitely. I think Trubisky's taken a major step forward this year. I've been impressed with him coming off of last year where he looked really bad. But 
I don't think he's going to be the top tier quarterback in the league. I don't think he has the arm of golf. Um, I, I think he, I think he I has think the he, arm. I don't think it's the accuracy. Yeah, that's what I mean. But I think you're you're doing a good job. I think he's a better version of Marcus Mariota. Yeah, I mean, and a he, more consistent version. Yeah. He's got more weapons, but he, he's definitely a more consistent version of Marcus Mariota, and he's got a better offensive head coach in there. But the Bears are a force to be reckoned with, and and let's not forget about them. But before we move on to our picks, I want to talk to you about one more thing, just because we're only 46 minutes in. Let's talk about something a little more exciting in the NFL, and that's why don't we go over our top three MVP picks. Okay. There's one MVP in the NFL, though we picked both just for the fun of it. Who are your top three MVP picks, and then by the end we'll figure out who our MVP is so far? Well, it was Breeze up until like the last two weeks. Um, but I think that still he's up there for me for one, because what he's done – this year in his overall body of work has been remarkable. I mean, some of the games he's had. Two, I would have to say Mahomes. I mean, I, the Chiefs were good anyway, but he's taken them to another level. And then three, I got to put Todd Gurley in there. I okay. think Todd Gurley has he's had a major step back the last a, three weeks. He but. has, and that's the thing. I mean, and him threes, not running, him not running out of bounds in that game after taking a knee the last like two weeks. One understandable with like thirty seconds left. He took a knee with like two minutes left to go in the game, and then you're not going to run out of bounds when you're trying to win a game. I, it just makes no sense. It makes no me. sense. I, I guess for me is heat of the moment. I understand. When I think but, valuable, I just I. I, I think golf is good, even though the last two weeks would tell you otherwise. That team is not going to be driven by Jared Goff. It's going to be driven by Todd Gurley, yeah. both running and catching the ball. Jared how, Goff takes advantage of how great Todd Gurley is as yes, the MVP candidate. Absolutely. So I would say Breeze, I would say Mahomes, and I would say Gurley. Although, That's your one, two, three in order? Although Rivers, you know, it's hard to keep him out. I just think of... Some of the other guys, and it's it's all going to be depending. Right now, if you if it was a couple weeks ago, Breeze would have been one without even any question. So yeah. if Rivers, you know, lays an egg, and then it's it's not as much. But or if he if he just goes nuts for the next two weeks, just like he has the last week, I would say sure. But absolutely. How so, about you? So my top three are number three, Patrick Mahomes, because I think after last week, Phil Rivers jumped him. Uh, number three, Patrick Mahomes, just for the body of work for the entire season, he's had an electric year. Number two right now, after watching the last few weeks, is Drew Brees. Yep. Drew Brees has taken a major step back in my book. And keep in mind, that was my overall pick and my NFC pick for the MVP. And number one, my yeah, AFC you're, pick, you're going with Rivers. Phillip Rivers, yep. who actually sponsors the Sperm Bank Pick of the Week. Very, very fertile human being, nine kids. And this week, my Sperm Bank Pick of the Week was very fertile. So he is sponsoring it. The Sperm Bank Pick of the Week is brought to you by my MVP thus far, Phil Rivers. Look at I you. think this is his year. And if the Chargers win the Super Bowl, he's a shoe-in for the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Double down. Pick him again this week. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> nah, I got a different one this week, but thank you, Phil Rivers, for being the most fertile human being on earth and cashing in my sperm bank pick of the week. Is it him or Antonio Cromartie? Conversion. Oh, man, that's a tough <laughs> one. That's a tough one. Um, but let, let's move on to our picks before we finish this one off. Um, so week 16, man, you're definitely beating me. We haven't even tallied them up. We'll do it at the end of the season, but I got a feeling you are. Let's go to the New York Giants. They are in Indianapolis on the turf. The New York Giants are favored by nine points. What do you think, my friend? No, no, no. The Colts are favored by nine. Points. Sorry, they are they are plus nine points. Yeah. New York Giants. Yeah. Sorry, it's okay. So let's make your pick. Come on. <laughs> it's the Colts. 
I'm going to take the New York Giants. I think Shaquan Barkley on turf can keep this game close. I don't. After what, just seeing what the what the uh, Colts just did to the freaking Cowboys, and the Cowboys are a better team than the Giants. I I don't I don't believe it. I I think that the Colts are. If this was in the Meadowlands, I'd probably take that cover. But in Indy and seeing the the Colts have to make the playoffs. They have they they are right there. They they got to they can't lose to the Giants. Well, they a they team. can't lose, but they can win by less than nine points. <laughs> <laughs> That's can. the game we play. I Tom. understand, but I'm just saying. I, 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 this game has like 14 to 17 points written all over it for me. Okay, let's move on to the next game. The New York Jets are at home. No and they Odell, are... too. Remember, true. He's not playing again this week. No. Oh shit. Well, whatever. Shepard will have a good game, hopefully. And Ingram's <laughs> come on a little bit. A little bit of recent. New York Jets are at home, and they are three point underdogs. They are plus three against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, mm-hmm. Give me the Jets this week. I think Aaron Rodgers is done, although you said he's going to play. I think he's phoning it in. And my boy, my, my other baby boy, aside from my sperm bank pick, Sammy D, is going to have another good game. You don't know who that kid is. Um, <laughs> I think it's going to be – I think I'm going to take the Packers in this one. I, I Okay. The Jets played an impressive game, I thought, against the Texans. I, I liked everything that I saw. I don't have a tremendous amount of confidence in the Packers, but – you mean to tell me that there's going to be a year that goes by that Aaron Rodgers goes winless on the road? I know he just has to cover the spread, but I think they've got to they have to win this game. So I'm going to I'm going to take the Packers. Okay. Well, I'm going to take a look at an out of market game and that is the LA Rams in Arizona. They are favored by 14 points. I'm gonna take the LA Rams. You know what's really funny? I knew I had a feeling you were gonna do something like this because I did it too. I'm doing the Patriots at home against the Bills. They're a 13 and a half, and as much as I've waxed poetic about Josh Allen, the Patriots have to get right, and just like the Rams do, right? Is that's why you're picking? It's like show me something. This the, week. Well, the reason why I wouldn't take that Patriots game is because it's cold and and it's tough to put up. It's tough to double up on a team and score 14 more points than them, basically in the freezing cold, but if there's a team that can do it, it's the Patriots What's against it, the Bills. It's in New England. Tom Brady's not going to be afraid. He's They've got to win. No, that. of course. I, I took the Rams because they're on turf. 17. The Cardinals, uh, excuse me, the the Falcons went in there and dropped 40 last week. And, I mean, come on, the Rams have got to – the Rams are a huge playoff team and a Super Bowl favorite. They've got to put up just as many points as the as the uh, Atlanta Falcons, who aren't even in the playoffs. This is That's a get well week. It. This is a get well yeah. week for these teams. It's, Let's hope so. You know, if you have a matchup like this at this point, and you've been reeling a little bit, and you got to get your swag back from earlier in the season. You've got to dominate, and that's why I look at the Patriots. They know the drill. They can't just win. They've got to. They've got to annihilate the Buffalo Bills. And this game can't be close. I'm, I'm looking at something like 38-17, and it's really like 38-10, and they okay. allow a garbage score touchdown, something like that. Probably something around Not the same lines. Not a bad pick lines. at all. I'm just. I'm just. Yeah. I'm worried about that high scoring of the game in that kind of weather, but in, in the cold, <laughs> maybe it'll but, be 14 nothing. Yeah. No, you would take that all day. <laughs> But I think Josh Allen definitely gets at least a TD up on the board. Uh, but what's your last pick? My last pick, I'm going to the Monday Nighter. And I'm looking at Denver. Oh, this game is such a stay away. It's not I, even funny, uh, bro. Listen, I, I tell you, man, I, I was looking at this, and it should be a stay away. But I, I, I am taking Denver. They're a three-point favorite at Oakland. I know Oakland. You th- be- is it just because you think Oakland is that much worse than Denver? I do. 
Yeah, I, because, I, I see. Because I, Vegas sees it as even. Because, I know. Because when yeah, you're the home three, team, you're getting yeah, three you're points. Yeah, you're getting three points. I'm well aware of how it works. I, I think that, <laughs> listen, Oakland, they know it's in their best interest to lose these football games, okay? And Denver is one of those organizations, I look at them kind of like the Ravens, I look at them kind of like the Steelers, even the Packers to some extent. They're one of those prideful organizations that's not just going to fucking kneel down and get their dick kicked in like an Arizona Cardinals or a Buffalo Bills or something like that. And I think that they're going to go into Oakland and in case Keenum wants to play well and they're they're going to win this game. I, I absolutely think they're going to win this game. Okay. And they're going to cover. Well, it's a three-point game, so I, I, I imagine that they're going to win the game. All right, all right. That's a good – I don't like that pick. But, you know, you've been right before. You've been right more than me in this contest. So. <laughs> but I'm going to go on to uh, America's favorite segment. All right. Brought to you by Phil Rivers this week. Nice. Thank you, Phil, for, for donating to our fund. The Sperm Bank Pick of the Week. He wasn't donating at all. He, did, he got it all for his family. <laughs> True. Um, San Francisco 49ers are at home. Against the Chicago Bears. Mm. And they are four-point underdogs. Mm -hmm. The Chicago Bears are going to cover this game, and they are the sperm bank pick of the week. Good call. I agree. That's a good The Chicago Bears are still playing for something because they still have hope alive for that number one overall seed. I know they locked up that division, but home field advantage going through Chicago would be a really pretty sight for those fans. And I think they're going to play their asses off, and I think they're going to win by at least six points. Yeah, I think that that's a that's a good assessment. I mean, the 49ers had kind of their big win last week against the division rival Seahawks, and defense travels, man. I think Khalil Mack running downhill in the face of uh, Nick Mullins is going to be a scary sight. I do too. I mean, so. it, it, that that's a game that you got to feel good about if you're the Bears, right? And, and if you're betting for the Bears. So, everybody, you can really look forward to another Tom Rant next week. Yeah, absolutely. So next week is Christmas week. By the way, you went up and in really tough on me for no good reason other than the fact that you just had to overcompensate for your already putrid season. When did I go up and in? You you went strong at me as I'm just sitting there listening. And, and oh, <laughs> what are you crying about it? <laughs> Jesus. I was just, I was just, I was just like, Jesus Christ, this guy is... <laughs> oh, stop <laughs> he's it. Taking it out. He's taking it out on his co-host. He's going to take <laughs> it out on his family. He's going to take it out on everybody. No fans, everybody. I love you all for listening. That's but right. Next week is Christmas. Monday is Christmas Eve. So We will not be doing a pod. Okay. Sean doesn't want to do a pod. I'm a little more dedicated well, than I'll that. I'll be in Massachusetts. So. Um, but... We will tweet out when we will be doing the podcast next week. How about that? I'll fi- I'll crank up the iPhone and I'll fire off a couple tweets. It's been a while. All right. Everybody enjoy. And have a great Christmas.